0: Parshas tisave, a sweet savor. Among the many opportunances that the Am Yisrael was commanded to set up in the Mishkan, one of the most exceptional was the Mizbeach Hazov. And you should make an altar for the burning of incense. A golden altar was set up directly in front of the Kodesh Kadoshim upon which the Kohanim were commanded to burn ketoides every day. alav aharon samim baboker baboker. The Kohan should burn a concoction of various spices on the altar every morning and create a sweet fragrance to spread out throughout the house of Hashem. Now, I won't claim to know the secrets of burning incense in the Beis Amikdash. But one thing I can do, I can quote from the Rambam. He's a reliable source after all. And in his Moir Nevuchim, he explains the mitzvah as follows. He says that the mind of a person generally feels elevated in the presence of a good fragrance. And it's the Hashem that as soon as you approach the place of his service, you should feel an admiration, a special appreciation for that place. That's the secret of Keturus, according to the Rambam. Hashem wants the incense molecules to be wafted through the air into your nostrils and relay the message to your brain. Ah, Gishmak. Right here is the place to be. This is the sweetness of life. It's like when you walk into a flower store and the fragrance of the bouquets tingle your sense of smell. It's delightful. You feel a certain appreciation for that place. You like that florist shop. You know, the Gamoran Babakama tells us that when Ezra came to Eretz Yisroel, he made a takana that the peddlers who sell women's cosmetics should be allowed to come to every town and sell their wares. And even though there are already people in the town who have the same kind of business, they weren't permitted to complain that the traveling peddlers are being and illegally competing with the locals. Ezra said that this case of selling cosmetics is an exception to the halacha that forbids outside competitors from having free access to a town's customers. Now, that's quite puzzling because what's so important about perfumes? After all, Ezra didn't make the same takana for or peddlers who are selling mezuzahs and tefillin. What's this special business with perfumes? And so we'll say that the idea is like this. Every man knows that as soon as he gets married, the imaginary romance flies right out the window. After the chuppah, now it's real life. And in real life, There are always bumps in the road. And the danger is that once the road gets bumpy, you might lose some appreciation for your wife. It's actually a great danger. Because the truth is that there's nothing more important than a wife. What's most valuable in the house? The mezuzahs? The Sephardim? No! Your wife is the most important thing. Suppose there's a question of a fire in the house and the mezuzahs might get burned up or all your Sephora might get burned. Maybe you have a safer Toyota in the house. No matter. You can't put out the fire on Shabbos. But suppose your wife is in the house. You have to put out the fire to save her life. There's nothing more important in your home than your wife. And therefore, you're expected to treat your wife like she's the most important thing in the home. A good husband looks at his wife with admiration, with appreciation, all the time. But what can you do? A husband is sometimes hard-headed. He's not thinking. So what does his wife do? She encourages his mind. She puts on a little bit of perfume. And therefore, a man walks into his house and there is a sweet fragrance. Ooh, wah! Now he's impressed. Now he remembers what's really important in the house. Ezra understood that. He understood the lesson of the katiris that a person's mind is affected by things as superficial as smell. And so Ezra said that this is the Ratzon Hashem. A man should always be reminded of what's really important in this world. And therefore, in order that the perfumes should always be readily available for the nashim Sitkanius, the perfume peddlers were given special leeway that no one else had. And so we return now to the Mishkan. The burning of a rare incense blend directly in front of the Aron Habris was intended to produce a feeling of a special admiration for the place dedicated to the worship of Hashem. It was a rare concoction of unique spices. And as soon as a person walked into the place of Avoidus Hashem, the aroma of the Ketoydus reached into a person's Neshama and made him feel that this was an important place. The overpowering, delightful fragrance created in your mind a love, an honor for the house of Hashem. Avoidus Hashem was now elevated in the mind of man. Now we're learning something special here. HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't rely merely on your intellect. That you should understand on your own. That the Avoydes Beis HaMikdash is the sweetest of all things. Oh no! He encouraged that feeling by means of making the Mikdash smell good. And that's expected to be for us an important lesson. We too are expected to take the cue from Hashem and to be makhtir ketoydus in front of everything connected to the Torah. We're learning now the great principle of making the good things in this world smell good. Among the umasaylam, it's always the opposite. Unimportant things were always made to smell good. They had hippodromes. Aha! The glorious hippodromes, those wicked places where thousands came to view men being thrown to the lions. That was sweet smelling to them. That was the culture appreciated by the Roman aristocracy. Oh, yes, it's glorious to see how a lion takes a man's head in his mouth and crunches it like you crack a peanut. The entire family would gather together for an afternoon. Of good culture. They would sit there Sunday afternoon munching popcorn and watching the performance. As the lion would bite into the victim's skull, the master of the house would turn to his wife and say, Paulina, did you hear that crunch? Now that was a crunch. Today, they have similar things. People come to boxing matches and when one man punches the other and his eye socket begins to gush blood, everybody is shouting and applauding. Ooh, Oh, did you see that punch? It was beautiful. And when the man is in the corner about to faint, the other man is hitting him again and again. Oh, that's a hero. Not only boxing, all the unimportant things Arayas, shootings, sports, music, movie stars. They are all beautified outside on the street. And at the same time, all the important things are belittled. The yezid Hara is busy trying to deprecate, to belittle, and to minimize the importance of everything good in this world. Don't think it's a small thing. The yezid Hara is a very powerful force in this world. That's why the world has been convinced for a long time that the Orthodox are no good. On Rishoyim, there is always a limudzuchus, but the Orthodox Jew is always made to smell bad in the eyes of the world. And the more Orthodox he is, the worse it is. I remember once there was a man who worked for APAC the American-Israel Political Action Committee. He was the president, or their executive director, and he once made a statement, he said, that he never went to Brooklyn because he doesn't like to be around Orthodox Jews. They're smelly, he said. The New York Times loved that. They printed it twice. The truth is, the Yetzir Hara is hard at work even among the Frum Jews. And I'm sad to report to you that he's succeeding. That's why we find observant Jews who sometimes ridicule other Frum Jews. They ridicule Frumkeit and a Hashem that they think is too extreme. A woman from Virginia, an observant woman, she visited Borough Park and she called me up. She is going back now. And she said, I'm so happy to be going back. Borough Park is too crowded with Frum people so extreme, and they all deceive the government and live on programs. I told her, you know what you are saying? That's how you speak about our best people. You are doing a terrible crime. You are talking about the best people in America. Except maybe for Williamsburg. Williamsburg is even better. But Borough Park is second best. You walk by blocks and blocks of shoymne mitzvahs on every door, and inside the homes are filled with children. Every house is a base of kedusha. I say that every house smells like ketores. I'm not exaggerating. It's a beautiful fragrance, and that's what the mitzvah of ketores is teaching us to do. We smell a sweet fragrance in Toyota things. And we have to get busy making a stand against that Yitzhak We have to get busy saying the truth and creating a good fragrance around anything connected to Hashem and to his Torah. Whatever belongs to Hashem and his Torah is beautiful to us. Anything connected with our nation. Of course, I mean the Torah nation, the Torah practices, everything connected with the service of Hashem is beautiful. Of course, if it's not Hashem's, then it's not Jewish. It could be in the land of Israel, but if it's not Hashem's, if it's not Torah, it's not beautiful. But whatever belongs to Hashem, His mitzvahs and His Torah and His ways are all beautiful. And that's the only beauty we recognize. To us, there's nothing in the world as handsome as a Jew who keeps the Torah. And the more he keeps, the more beautiful he is. In Yiddish, we used to say, which means, that's a handsome person. But doesn't mean a good-looking Jew. No! means a from Jew. Because to us, every decent from Jew is good-looking. And if he's not a Shomer Mitzvah, he's not beautiful. He's a cripple. Something is funny with him if he's not a Frum Jew. But a Frum decent Jew, nothing is more beautiful. Here's a yeshiva man. What's your attitude when you see him? You tolerate him, that's all. Could be you even think sometimes that you are superior to him. He's silly, maybe you think. He doesn't know the truth of the world. He's not practical. Forget about those foolish thoughts. The Gemara says that there will come a time when umala haaretz deya, when people will see the truth. Not only they'll see; they'll smell the truth. Atidin b'churei Israel shelota tam chait sheyitnu reyach tov kalavonon. There will come a time when people will see Jewish boys, yeshiva men who don't sin. They don't mingle with girls. They don't know about movies and the baseball players. And when you see them, you'll feel the perfume in the air like a pleasant breeze blowing from the pine forest. Now, if the Gemara says that, it means that's the truth. That's how we're expected to think right now. When you see a yeshiva man, you have to produce in your mind an aroma like the fragrance of a fresh pine forest. The sweetest smelling people are the Luftischei Shivaman. They're young. They have no money. They have no power. But they are devoted to learning the Torah Hashem. People who sit all day long in the base Hashem. Those are the ones who smell the best. The wives too. Here you have a young, idealistic girl, and she marries a Koylel man. And he tells her beforehand, I have nothing, so we'll have to live in a basement in Borough Park, at the edge of Borough Park, in a Spanish neighborhood. And it won't be so clean either. It's infested in those buildings. But the rent there is the cheapest I could get, and I want to sit and learn. And she says, I'm all in. That's what I want. And so they move into this little den. That's all it is. A den. It's not easy for them. Everything is covered. Otherwise, they would find droppings in the food. Every night, they put out the mouse traps, And every day, she sprays the baseboards with DDT. But they're living happily. They're succeeding at their goal in life. They're building a mishkan for the shechina. Now today, some people would disparage that. If the father-in-law can buy you a nice car and pay for a nice apartment, okay. Why not? Why not be a kolel man on your father-in-law's shoulders? But to live with such simplicity, many people are not impressed by that. But that's a mistake. It should be our pride that our young couples forego the pleasures of this world to live idealistic Torah lives. Of course, living among Gentiles, many Jews lose that viewpoint. They become jaundiced against Jewish attitudes because all the truly good things are despised by the environment that we live in. And it rubs off on us. No question, it has an effect on us. And therefore, it's important at all times, as much as possible, to recall the mitzvah of the katoidist, which is always teaching us that we are expected to make the important principles smell good in this world. Now, if we are serious about making a career out of this lesson of the katoidahs. Of elevating the honor of toido mitzvahs in the eyes of the world. And we should be very serious about it. It would be a good idea to listen well to what a great man said about this subject. Rabbeinu Yoyinah in Share Shuva says like this. The foundation of a person's life in this world, if he wants to serve Hashem, is to make known whenever he speaks and in every way possible that the foundation of a man's stay in this world, the beauty of a person, is only Avoidas Hashem and yiras Hashem and toiras Hashem. Yoina is telling us here that we have a job to do. Not just a job, but a program for life as much as possible. Our business is to make known to other people and to ourselves too, that what's most beautiful in this world is everything associated with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It means that we are expected to be propaganda agents for Hashem. You know, I remember when the Soviet Empire was still in existence in America, there were thousands of Russian spies America was honeycombed with Soviet agents. What was their function? They had one job, to spread propaganda in favor of Mother Russia. They were expected to mingle with the people and to put in a good word, to always speak up for Russia. I was once in the post office, standing in line, waiting for my turn. And there was a man standing there with a sign. No nuclear weapons. No war against Russia. He was asking people to sign the petition demanding that America should stop producing nuclear arms. We're wasting our money on arms, he said to me, when we could be feeding people like they do in Russia. He was telling me stories about how in Russia, everybody is fed and everybody is happy. They were spread out everywhere. And whenever they could, every opportunity, they would put in a good word for communism. In the news, on the college campuses, in government offices, they were always speaking up about the glories of communism. That was their job. Lahavdil, Elav havdallas. that's our job in this world. Only that instead of being an agent of shekad, instead of propagandizing about empty ideals, is telling us that every Jew should feel like he's an agent of HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent into this world to speak up. He should consider himself a propagandist for the truth who is always on the lookout for opportunities to speak up for everything connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's a life program for every Jew. You don't have to be a professional speaker, a darshan. It's a career that's Shaveh Lechol Nefesh Every man and woman, every boy and girl If they put their mind to it Can make it their program for life To speak up for our Kaddish Baruch Hu. If you're a wise boy or girl You can find ways to speak up among your friends They don't have to know That you came here and heard this tonight They won't know that you're following the program of Rabbeinu yoina But you'll always be dropping ideas into their heads Propagandizing for Hashem. Let's say you're going someplace. You're going to a or some family gathering. So make a plan beforehand. I'm going to use this opportunity to propagandize for the honor of avoidance Hashem. I will speak about the beautiful yeshiva I passed by yesterday or about the new sefer I saw that's full of wonderful Torah ideas. Every time, a different thing. When you're home alone with your wife, say something that will praise the mitzvahs. Tell her you've been thinking about how great a certain mitzvah is. This mitzvah is really something, you say. Praise Daphne. Did you ever think about that? You're going to the synagogue every day to talk to the creator of the world. Isn't that something? Ah, you can tell her when you come back from Mariv. The pleasure of talking with Hashem. There's nothing like it. I remember when I was a little boy. I once heard a man come out of the shul and say, "Ah, ich hob a I just davened a sweet madev, he said. I can't forget that. I was ten years old when I heard that, and I learned that night that it's possible to daven a geschmackamadev. That when you daven right, it can be a pleasure. A father in his home should be thinking all the time what can he say to his family? Whenever you have an opportunity say a good word about the Chesed Hashem in this world, about Torah about mitzvahs always try to say something that will make your family admire Loim Toira. Torah Choose words that will make them admire mitzvahs You don't have to be a big lamdan to talk about the mitzvahs and make them impressed with the importance of serving Hashem All you need is to understand your role of being a propagandist for Hashem. And then your conversation in the home becomes a part of your program. Don't think they're not listening. It goes in. It absolutely goes in. It will enter their minds forever and ever. Of course, when you're sitting at the table on Shabbos or even during the week, that's an excellent opportunity. Prepare a few words. Speak about how important it is to daven with Kavana, to go to the basic anasis and daven with a minion. Speak of the importance of learning Torah. Elevate Hashem's Torah to the sky. Speak of Matan Torah, that great spectacle of Hashem, speaking to the entire nation at our Sinai. Talk about it. We're the only nation in the history of the world that Hashem spoke to. Tell your family that again and again. From time to time, speak about the glory of Avodah Hashem, the glory of sneers and of loving our fellow from Jews. Speak about the glory of Shmiras Halashem, and about the importance of being a Lamdan, and obeying the word of Hashem in every area of our existence. That's the table talk of a loyal Jewish family. Home. That's a home where they're still burning the Ketodes every day in front of the Kodesh Kedoshim. Even when you're talking business in the office. Sometimes put in a good word. Agavurcha, you should mention. I was in the yeshiva yesterday to pick up my son. And it was so nice to see those fine boys. It's a pleasure to see how they behave. Or when you see from girls on the street, praise them to whoever you're with. Don't be bashful about it. When the Beis Yaakov girls pass by, or the Beis Rochel girls, or Beis Rivka girls, make it your business to be Maktir Ah! Baruch Hashem! From girls. We're proud of those girls. They are our glory. And we shouldn't disdain the opportunity to praise them up to the sky. The truth is that the youth are our praise. In the whole world, there's nothing like the from Jewish boys and from girls. And therefore, we shouldn't keep quiet about it. We have to talk about that always. As much as possible, you should find ways and means of propagandizing to the world about the greatness of our from children. Lahavdil, the boys and girls from Catholic school, they're better than in the public school. But still, what kind of comparison is this? Beth? They have different kinds of Derech Eretz. Ach, not even the slightest comparison. We live decent lives. The Gentiles talk about decencies. But Lema'aseh? There's only Goy Echad Ba'aretz. There's only one decent nation in the world. That's the Fum Jews. We are a nation of exceptional people. Every Fum Jew is a gem a diamond, and our obligation is to talk about it. They won't talk about it. That's for certain. Don't wait for the Gentiles to be maksir katoidus and sing our praises. No, no. That's our job in this world. Look for excuses to talk. You're walking down the avenue with your wife or your children, even your friends. Say, how beautiful is it to see a big truck? It's half a block long going down the street. And on the side of the truck, In big letters, Chal of Yisrael. Tell the people around you that it's beautiful. I remember not so long ago, you couldn't get Chal of Yisrael in America. When I came back from Europe, a farmer came once a month, a Jewish farmer, and brought us milk from his cow. It was never fresh, and it was always whole milk. And now Mahadrin, Chal of Yisrael, in big letters on the truck. Tell your children that you're excited about it. And right behind it here comes Kemach A big truck, the Kemach truck All Yoshan, All kosher provisions The fact that the Jews came to Williamsburg now And began to manufacture kosher food products And advertise them everywhere in this world That's a tremendous Don't think it's a small thing They did it for their business But it's our business to propagandize it and make it great. Now, because this program is so valuable in the eyes of our Baruch Hu, therefore the reward we'll get for fulfilling it is also valuable. Listen to what Rabbeinu Yonah says about this. If you make this program part of your life, if you spend your days being maktir, sweet-smelling getoitus on the altar of everything connected with the service of Hashem, then without any labor of your hands, just by speaking up, you will merit a reward that is so great that it goes up to the heavens. It means that if you raise up the Am Yisrael to the high heavens, so your reward for your efforts will also be up to the highest places. That's how important this career is. Now when a great man like Rabbeinu Yona makes such an offer to you, without any labor of your hands, you can achieve great merits up to the sky. That's an offer that you can't turn down. Not only we can't turn it down, but we should grab onto it with both hands as tightly as we can. Because we're learning now that this is one of the great opportunities available to us in this world. To speak up and raise on high the important ideals. Included in the important ideals we must raise up is the important people. That's what the Navi says. kitov, Raise up high the righteous one because that's what is good, Yeshaya. Now, some want to translate Imru as speak about the righteous. But that's not the whole story. It's true. You should speak about the tzaddik. But the Pasuk is saying much more than that. Imru tzaddik means to raise the righteous man up high, like brosh Amir. Omir means the top of the tree. So Imru tzaddik kitov means praise the righteous man up to the sky. Because that's what is good in this world. Not only is the tzaddik good, but you are good. You are fulfilling your great function in Hailam Hazel. Do you spend any time praising the tzaddikim? No? Well then you're not fulfilling this function. We have to talk about how great the tzaddik is. It's important to let the world know about it. It's necessary to praise him and cause him to find favor in the eyes of people. To whom should you praise it? To anybody who's willing to listen. To your children. To your wife. To your neighbors. Praise tzaddikim. When someone mentions Disroy Sheshiva. Oh, is he a tzaddik? Let's say someone mentioned Rav Pam. Oh, he's such a tzaddik. Such a humble tzaddik. Rav Birnbaum. Oh, a big tzaddik. He makes our entire neighborhood holy. A Be so happy when these names are mentioned because they give you an opportunity to heap praises on them. Imru Raise on high the tzaddik. Yes, when the name of a tzaddik is mentioned, say a good word for him. You don't have to wait until they die. Doesn't mean only after he dies. It doesn't mean when he passes away in this world, while he's still alive. Zei When a righteous man is mentioned, livrocha, say good things about him. There's so much to talk about. Ah, he's a rosh yeshiva, a ter Mensch. Zol er lang leben. Mention the rosh yeshiva, the rosh yeshiva of Chaim Berlin of Torah Vadas, Mir Yeshiva. All the yeshivas. Mention them from time to time. And speak of them and praise them. Of course, you have to be careful not to praise them in the presence of leitzim. Who might say, But, but. And they start bringing in objections. And Lashon Hora. But if you're talking to decent people, then you should go all out in praising Sadiqim. Let people know that we honor them and look up to them. It's very important that the Gedolei Yisrael are honored by our nation. And Rabbeinu Yonah says, You will get a Zuchus at Shamayim. That's how big the Zuchus is. By singing the praises of Sadikim, you are going to gain that. Very great merit up to the heavens. That's Rabbeinu Yonah's guarantee. You're raising up good things. So Hashem will raise you up too. That's why I say that when the Hasidim gather around the table, let's say in the shteeble, and talk about their own Rebbe, very good, excellent, why not? They're in this mitzvah of raising on high the virtues of their Rebbe. I don't laugh at the Lubavitcher when they go overboard for their Rebbe, very good. I'm sure he's a very intelligent man, and I'm sure he's a very big lambdan. I'm sure he can give good advice too. And I'm sure that HaKadosh Baruch Hu listens also to his tefilis. Why not? Now if you can't agree today who is a tzaddik, go back generations ago. Certainly, there's haskama on of the past generations. Everybody will say the Sfas Emes was a very great gadol Everybody knows his sefarim are very useful. And even in halacha, we rely on his word. In the generation not so long ago We had Rav Yisrael Salanter A tzaddik. There is no question about that And so there are plenty of G'doyim on all sides sfardim, mashkenazim, Hasidim All kinds And why shouldn't we talk about them? Go further back Abaye and Rava Tell people that we love Rava Ah, Rava is our life We love Abaye We love all the Amoraim. We should love Rabbah and love Rav Yosef. We should love Rav Yehuda and Rav Chista. We should love them. No question about it. And we should speak about them with the greatest derech all of our lives. You know, if you're a boy or a girl, someday you'll have to go out with somebody. They called me up on the telephone and they asked me, what should I talk about when I go out the first time? Imru Tzadik. Talk about the Gedolei Yisrael. Certainly, you should talk about Gedolei Yisrael. Why should you talk about Clinton? Our conversation has to be not about baseball players, not about actors and politicians, as much as possible. Our words are words of praise for righteous people and for righteous things. I think the Shekhinah will come down on a chasen and a if they're talking about G'day Yisroel, She's listening to him and he's telling her stories of Sadikim. He says, my Rosh Yeshiva is an excellent man. He's a Lamdan and a Baal Midas. And the Mashkiach of my Yeshiva, a wonderful man. And she's praising the Beis Yaakov and the Tzitkaniyos who are building up the future mothers of the Am Yisroel. Don't say it's foolish. That's the way to talk to beautify all the things that are beautiful in the eyes of Hashem. Imru Tzaddik, raise up on high the righteous ones. That's the way their future life is going to be built around the beauty of the Am Yisrael. Now it's important to make a point here. Included in Imru Tzaddik is the obligation to praise every Jew who is loyal to the Torah. A tzaddik doesn't mean that he has chasidim. You don't have to be mofsim to be a tzaddik. Every man or woman who is a shaymer toida is a tzaddik. Vaameich kulam tzaddikim ishaya. And therefore we should be speaking highly of them all the time. Always talk about the Am Yisrael with admiration. Now this already you'll think is not for you. Who am I? You'll say. Am I yitzchak or am I moshe Abenu, that I should speak on behalf of the khalal yisroel? And the answer is, everybody is expected to speak up for the am yisroel as much as possible. We have to adorn the am yisroel in as many ways as possible. Hakadosh Baruch expects us to put on ornaments, tashchitim on the heads of our nation. Of course, I don't expect. A sadmer to go all out, let's say, for Lakewood. A sadmer sees advantages of his own people more easily. In Lakewood, they like Lakewooders. But the truth is that if you make it your program in life, you'll raise up all the from Jews. Don't limit yourself. I'm not a sadmer, but I can speak many wonderful things about sadmer. I see their advantages and what we gained from them. How the whole Klaal Yisroel became different because of the big Kehillah that was in Williamsburg and spread out subsequently. It had a very big influence and many tikkunim rose as a result. A great revolution in Yiddishkeit came about when the Satmar Rebbe came to Williamsburg. And therefore, you should keep in mind that this is included in our program. Whenever you can speak in honor and the glory of the Am Yisrael, speak the praises of the Jewish nation and beautify them as much as you can. Now, I can speak about this for hours and hours, but I want to finish up the subject now. And so we come back to the Moire Nebuchem that we spoke about in the beginning of our talk. The Rambam taught us that the Ketodos was burned every day in the base Hamigdash so that we should be reminded always that in this world, it's HaVoytus Hashem that has the sweetest of all fragrances. And that's why the Katoidus, you know, has a special deen. Ish asher kamohu. Anyone who should prepare the Katoidus outside of the Mikdash, v'nikrat me'amov, shall be cut off from his people. Shamos. It's forbidden to make any incense with the same formula as the Katoidus. That was used in the base HaMikdash. Anybody who tries to imitate the formula. And make the Ketorahs. Is Chayev Kharis. That's a tremendous punishment. Karas. Just for imitating the formula. Even if he wouldn't use it for himself. Just for imitating it. He's Chayev Karas. And the reason for that. Is because HaKadosh Baruch. Who wanted this fragrance. To be felt. Only in connection with the Shekhinah. Nowhere else should this special sweet fragrance of the Katoras be smelled. Because that's the great lesson of the katoras It's only the people and ideals that are connected with our Kaddosh Baruch Hu that should be alluring and beautiful in this world. Nothing else. And that's why this is one of the great careers of a Jew in this world. To spend your days raising up a HaVoytus Hashem and making it The sweetest and most important thing in Olam Hazeh. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Let's get practical. Spreading propaganda for Hashem. This week, I will make a concerted effort to speak up once every day in praise of great ideals. Whether a mitzvah, a mida tova, a tzaddik, Or praise of the Am I will plan out once a day to create an opportunity for myself to open my mouth and bring honor to Hashem by means of making the things that are important to Hashem into the sweet smelling things in this world.